like uh yeah the ass end of it yeah. yeah well gavin hayes welcome to the studio corner man yeah I'm so excited <laughs> to have you here as well dude it's been uh it's rad i appreciate you reaching out you know and hit me up absolutely man i uh i'm trying, I was trying to think of like you know I wanted to expand the show because it's obviously it's a lot of music, a lot of entertainment performance based stuff. But the whole idea of a creative community, I was like, man, yeah. got to get some artists. And I was like, oh, Gavin, tattoo artist. You can't beat it. It's one of awesome, the best. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so out of curiosity, before we uh, get into the fun stuff. Yeah. I, last time I saw you was when I got my tattoo, which was last November. Have you had any work done since then? Yeah. How often do you have work done on yourself? You know, I go in spurts. Like sometimes I'll go like six months and not get anything. And then there'll be like a couple months where I'm just like almost every week just getting, you really? know. Really? Started week. a big project on my side. And the the rib cage is just, it's it's a force to be reckoned with. <laughs> it's so fucked. <laughs> really? Is that bad, yeah, huh? Yeah. It's, you know, I, I could, I usually have like a good three to five hour window of, of, of pain threshold. But uh, yeah, it it goes quick on this side. Damn, it's really painful. <laughs> I imagine there's a lot of intense color and shading. Yeah, yeah, it's just more like uh, the the homie who's doing it for me just ha he's just like very deliberate when he tattoos, so it's like just get it done. Yeah, which is great. Yeah, yeah. so in and out. But yeah, yeah. So if I walked into your shop right now and I like had no tattoos, just a blank slate, I looked at you and said, "Do whatever you want." Huh. Do you know exactly what you do? Birds. 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 What kind of birds? Yeah, honestly, I've been uh, – the last, like, I would say a year, I've just been on this, like, complete nature trip in my artwork. Like, a lot of my art is inspired by nature, places I've been, but as of late, it's been birds, raptors, like birds of prey, Fuck and, yeah. and really intense, like, you know, masculine birds. But then on the other side of it, I do uh, a lot of, like, really unique – smaller birds that nobody's really even heard of but are badass yeah like i did a painting of a uh, it's called an african crested minla Jeez. right <laughs> it's a little thing it's like you know the size of about a tennis ball uh but it's got this big breast and it has like a mohawk and i think it's just a badass bird you know but fucking metal yeah totally metal you know <laughs> yeah when you look at it it's rad uh but yeah just that's like my go-to thing. Really? Yeah, I try See, to sell anybody who wants a new <laughs> tattoo. I'm like, um, how about a bird? Do you ever tell them like the backstory of which bird you're gonna do? You know, I think I, I usually base it on who they are. Hmm. Like that's why I like to have one-on-one, -on -one, you know, consultations. Yeah. Um. Sometimes people don't want to call me over the phone, or they'll like text me, and you can't read a person At via all. you know text, or you go to like their Instagram, and it's like a picture, like you know. A cheeseburger and a beer and then a kid, you know, you're like, okay, what are you really, you know? Yeah. So, so that's an important part of it for you is meeting the person. 100%. Yeah, because yeah. that changes the total experience. Totally. You know, because I try to draw art for people. Okay. When they come in, they're like, I want a tattoo. Of course, it's my art, but then I try to, like, see what they're about, you know. I'll even go as far as, like, go on, go on to their Instagram or, you know, just, excuse me, try to see who they are, you know. Do you get a lot of people that just come in with no idea of what they want and just kind of say go for it? Um, sometimes it's more like uh, clients that I that are regular clients that have a lot of tattoos and yeah. um, uh, they're like, yeah, you know, let's do something new. They got the itch, you know, and they'll let me kind of do whatever. 
What's that? It's got to be like the biggest compliment ever. Just have people come in and be like, "Hey, permanently put something out of my body." Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, it's it's uh, yeah, it's rad. You ever get nervous about like doing something they don't like? Yeah, I'm very sensitive. Just yesterday, I was doing. You know, <laughs> literally just yesterday, I, I had made some art. It was just koi fish. You know, mm-hmm. and you know the the uh, guy getting. He was kind of looking at the art, and he was just like, "You know, okay, okay." And I'm like, "Well." you like it because it's super permanent you know like yeah it's like i need change. you to react yeah man. now is the time to tell me you don't you know and he's like no yeah yeah let's 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 go with it and then he's like can you just try to change this and i'm like fuck you know and then it kind of you know you get in a headspace you know yeah sure it's like when creating music if you're like hey check out this riff and somebody's like oh it's cool it's like, well it's oh. always hard when you're stoked on something that you've created yeah, and yeah. someone just comes in it's like i'd rather you tell me it's the biggest piece of shit you've ever yeah. seen or heard than just go hey yeah there's nothing worse than mediocre. You know, and yeah, well, you know, I have a handful of clients that you really don't get a rise out of. Really? I mean, I'll do a large tattoo that I'm pumped on. Like, dude, that's sick. They're like, thanks. <laughs> uh, you know, thanks. You know, give Is me it, something. Are they just like emotionless <laughs> or just dry or? I think, yeah, I think it's just kind of like maybe, you know, it's just who they are. Like, yeah. they don't really like get stoked, you know? How do you not get stoked? You're getting tattooed. Yeah, or on just, you know, I, I feel like that goes into, like, everything they do. You yeah. You know, be like, oh, cool. Got a new kid on the way. Cool. <laughs> got a new tattoo. Rad. Whatever. I've gotten four tattoos in my life so far, and I can remember the feeling of each one and yeah. how fucking excited I was. Totally. And, you know, a lot of people, that's a, a milestone, you know? Like yeah. You, or, or they're just like, now's the time, you know? Or, they, you know, some people just have to save up and save up and save yeah. up. Yeah. So I have a couple clients that get tattooed once a year, and they save up from the time they get tattooed by me to the next time. Wow. And, yeah, then they're like, you I know. I got to get on that train. Yeah, right? <laughs> but then I'm like, wow, you know, like I, I've made an impact enough to where somebody's like, I'm going to save my money. Yeah. You know, and that's huge. Yeah, I mean, I mean, like I said, for me, I've only, it's only been four times, but I can remember each time, like, when it was time to get the tattoo – like it hit me like something came over like all right it's now yeah i'm ready like i want this in my life totally. there's no doubt i'm ready to go because it's like you know you get a haircut you're like, i don't get a haircut yeah and you're like okay cool you feel fresh you're like all right nice but then like with a tattoo you're like you know it's i'm gonna see this shit forever there's no <laughs> yeah. growing back there's yeah, no trimming yeah, yeah. there's no fixing you know yeah i mean there's cover-ups but man what's yeah it's kind of s- have a whole week of cover-ups right now yeah so talk to me about i mean <laughs> I wasn't. I, that's a good question, actually, because I really want to know about cover-ups and like how that works. Because you already have permanent ink on the skin, so I can't imagine the canvas itself is, you know, easy to work on. Yeah. And like, what if, like, say, like I came into you, you did this tattoo on me. Like, this is a dark tattoo, in my opinion. Feels good, by the way. I fucking love this thing. Right I get compliments <laughs> daily on this Brad, thing. I even got right a on. matching bracelet. With <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, if I came, like, this is a dark tattoo. Like, for a tattoo artist to go over something like that, how do you? I mean, is there a limit to like certain pieces of art you can't do? Like, you can't do this design. Yeah, it, you know, it really depends on subject matter. It does, you know, and and I I typically like to use things that are with a lot of movement or broken up because yeah. if you have a lot of like you know, say for that one, really heavy blacks in the middle and stuff. Yeah, I'll try to like keep the the focal point outside of that, mm-hmm. so you're looking at it, you know. But and then it's also uh, learning what colors are opaque and not. Huh. You know what colors are heavy and will push through the other ones. What's yeah. the what's the weirdest fuck up you, or a cover up you've had to uh, had to work on? Hmm. Because I see a lot of people that were like ones in gangs or like once you know yeah. a lot of swastika cover ups. I I've noticed. done a couple of those. You know, it's typically names. 
you know? <laughs> yeah. And then and nowadays, uh, I mean, I haven't really done weird cover-ups, but, uh, yeah, now, it, it, you know, it, people would get tattoos back in the day and just assumed you had to do, like, a big, heavy black something over it, but that's just not the case now. I know more and more people are, excuse me, realizing that you can, you know, you can use lighter colors, like light, light gray yeah. is one of the heaviest colors I use in cover-ups. Like, you know, uh, and today I'll show you real quick. This light blue. So do, can you kind of use like the, the, one, the one they're covering up, you kind of use the colors or the blacks already in there to like shape what you're going to put over it? Yeah, you know, if it's a large tattoo, I'll find the light source okay. and use that as best possible. Interesting. You know what I mean? Uh, so this Jesus. one. Jesus. Yeah, like a little something right there. Oh, yeah, look at that. Uh, yeah. Oh, wow, you can't even tell. Gone. So the ink's okay. pretty good about going over other ink then. It is, yeah, yeah, especially how old the tattoo is too. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so on that subject, I uh, this is fun because every time I go to tattoo parlors or I'm with someone getting a tattoo or a tattoo artist, I just want to ask them all these questions. Yeah, because <laughs> I want to know like, what's the is there, has there been a, ever been a tattoo so absurd you're just like get away from me? Yeah, like yeah. Oh man, give it to me. <laughs> I want to know. So what? Uh, it's actually on a, on a friend of mine. Okay. And I've done well over 100 plus hours of work on this dude. Wow. But he was like, he came to me one day. He goes, I'm, I'm, I'm not even kidding you. This is not a joke by any means. He's like, okay, so I know what I want. I'm like, Rad, what do you want? He's like, so I want like a, a, a goat, like a satanic goat with a chick, right? In a jersey with like the, the you know, the metal hands. And then... Uh, um. What else do you want? So you know, and then, and then with, with fire, right? Okay. But then he, because he's like a, 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 a photographer, videographer. Yeah. Then he's like, and in her eyes of this lady, I want one eye to be fierce, and then I want the other eye to be like somber. And I'm <laughs> looking at my like, honey, you know, what? And then, you know, and then he wants it, you know. A five by five tattoo. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. And so I'm just like <laughs> five by five. Yeah, I tell him, no. You know, no. <laughs> and Jesus. I, yeah. I, I kinda wish like I could see what he was envisioning when he like thought about a five by five tattoo with all those details. Yeah, and then and, you know, he wanted like a plaid skirt on her and you know, just these very, you know, intricate designs that you're Jesus. like, What? you know? Yeah. And yeah, you know, and that's the one that that comes to my mind like right off the bat. So um, have, you, have you ever like done a tattoo, or have you ever had? I mean, I'm turned down or done a tattoo where you just you didn't like what the person was getting? Yeah, you know, uh, this one for instance, he wanted all this stuff, and I'm like, you know, no, you can't do that. And then you know, we'll go through deliberations of things you can add or whatever, and then finally, it sometimes just comes down to the point of just give the client what they want. Really, and so you're like, okay, you know, and you do the tattoo, and it's just it'll never make Instagram, you know. Yeah, it's executed well, you know, because I wouldn't jip him on it, but I, I, you know, sometimes the subject matter is just crap. Well, even executed well, do you think that you perform even better when you're in more into it, or are you oh, able 100%. to put it aside and? Yeah, you know, if if I'm not in the art, or especially like, same dude, uh, I drew up a whole sleeve for him. With all these things that he had wanted, and I, I, I narrowed it down to like three big subject matters. Oh yeah, 
and um, super pumped on it. And I did it on graphite on in tracing paper, so hand drawn all the way through. And he just shot me down. He's like, "Well, I don't really like this, and the chick's not, you know, uh, uh, busty enough." He was like, "So I'm like, okay." And he didn't want this cloak on this chick, and then the jaguar I had done. It was just like, yeah. The thing was, he's like, "Do your thing, you do you." I'm like, sick. So I did my thing, and, and he fucking chopped the you. whole thing down. And I'm like, okay. So then the second one, he wanted bigger breasts, you know, a bust. So I like hooked it up, <laughs> right? Like here's tits and a jaguar. And then they were too big. They were too big. <laughs> and I and so I I called him. I'm like, look, dude, I'm now charging you for the artwork. If you don't like this, then we can't work together because obviously yeah. we're not on the same page. And he he liked the third rendition, and I like the third rendition better, but. Yeah. Each time I get a, a no, I detach a little bit more. Well, it's a communication thing, too, especially yeah. with, with tattooing. Like, I can't imagine I'd go into a tattoo kind of, like, ready to question the tattoo artist. Yeah. Like, if I was going to question anything, it had to be what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. And if I didn't, you know, if I, I would have to know exactly what I wanted and then be open and then go from there. Well, that's the thing. You have to, like, you, there has to be compromise. I'm never going to see what's in your head. You, you have know to hire I mean? someone for who they are, too. Right. right. You've obviously looked through all my work, yeah. or you got recommended by somebody to come to me. And, you know, people will do that. They're like, oh, I love your illustrated work and your realism is great. Can you do this Polynesian tattoo on me? What the fuck? No, yeah. <laughs> like, literally, I did a tattoo. He was the, he was the CEO or the CFO of uh, Cheesecake Factory. Wow. Yeah. And wow. he, because my little brother worked with him, and, uh, he was looking at my work. So, man, your work is just incredible. The detail, I'm like, right on, man. He's like, I want to get a tattoo. I'm like, okay, rad. He's like, but I want an authentic Polynesian tribal tattoo. I'm like, well, authentic, you know? I said, I'll give you as authentic as a dude from Southern California. I was just say, like, uh, I don't know if Simi that's Valley a lot can give you, you know? <laughs> hey, but you oh, know what the thing is? Tattoos, man. Yeah, I went the extra distance and researched it a little bit to kind of figure out what these symbols mean is yeah. you know and and gave them as authentic as i could yeah. yeah so what's yeah. your whole what's your whole take on the, the tribal tattoo I because it. it was it was i hate era. it yeah well, <laughs> well it's funny as you can see because all the guys that got them are like you know in their what 40s and 50s now oh yeah well, you know and they're 2000, all 2002 shit. to 2010 was the era of tribal really i, see, I thought it'd be a lot lot uh, longer before I see well, dudes. yeah, I guess that's when I started noticing it. But yeah, nineties, like in the late nineties, yeah. like early two thousand, was tribal and <sighs> uh, those nautical stars. Oh, I know what you're talking about, yeah, dude. Yeah. dude. <laughs> and then barbed wire, the the armband barbed wire. I've covered up probably, you know, not even kidding, probably like six to ten of those in my career. Really, old cats that got them, and I'm like, dude, the last cool person to have it was <laughs> Pamela Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get all our, oh yeah. Well, did you ever ask these guys, like, why'd you get a tribal tattoo? Was it just because it's popular? Or, like, oh, yeah. You know, like, do they ever have, like, some ridiculous answer that's just like, oh, because yeah, I it's usually in their a drunken night, or, you know, and you know what I learned is people will get tribal because they want to fit in with a tattoo or they want to, like, portray themselves, but they don't want to, like, stick to anyone, like, a subject matter. Like, if you get an eagle, you're like, oh, it's American, you know, or yeah. if you get, you know, a guitar, like, oh, you're a musician, you know, yeah. but if you get tribe, you're like, oh, that's a tattoo. <laughs> oh, that's a tattoo. You know, you have that. Which, I like, I, I guess, I mean, maybe I'm not as sympathetic to it, but I get it. Like, the kind right. of, like, but for me, it's like, you're getting a fucking tattoo. Learn to commit. Totally. 
Like it's yeah, a, for yeah, me, yeah. it's like you can put a piece of art on your or wall. Or it's just people that have zero creativity. Yeah. And again, they're like, oh, that's well. why you go to an artist like you. Yeah. Like, hey, man, I dig what you're doing. Right. Can you make me a tattoo? Prime example, a dude I train with, or he goes to the same gym. He wanted a full like tribal sleeve. Mm-hmm. This is like earlier this year. Okay. And I'm like, dude, no, you don't want that, you know. And I, he was able. I, I got talked him into it. It's called like Bio Organic. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with it. No. It's essentially tribal. It's like just movement and texture is what it comes okay. down to. Same kind of like, you know, it goes with the flow of the skin and the body. That's pretty cool. And yeah, so I talked him into letting me do that because then there's actual like artistic value behind mm-hmm. it rather than just like here's some, you know, French curls and black <laughs> filled, you know, so. Yeah, and it just doesn't like look that good. I mean, especially it where doesn't. tattoo has come. No. Like, Dude, yeah, you gotta think about what's happening. Tattoo industry right now is it's huge. Why would you? Why would you waste your money on a tribal? Right, and then you're just sitting there like, oh. and yeah. I'll and I'll get paid for them for sure. Like yeah. I've done a couple of them, and I'm like, you know, you're gonna pay me for this shit. It's <laughs> boring, and I don't want to do it. So do you have? So uh, talking about like payment and your hours, because you're not someone that fucks around like sits in a tattoo parlor waiting for people all day. You know, no, yeah. Like, you're you're a, you're a full time artist. Yeah. So you, I remember when I went to you, you have half days and full days, and that's the only thing you offer. Right. It's not the only thing I offer, but it's the it's what I push. Okay. Right. Because in that, right off the bat, will eliminate clients that are penny pinching, you know, mm-hmm. or clients that aren't really serious about the tattoo. It also feels like it gives you time to really dedicate what you need to. Totally, because dude, once I get in the the rhythm, once you like find that groove, whether yeah. it's playing guitar, oh, that's it, you yeah. know, or especially with art once i get in there it's just go time you know yeah and uh yeah then you get a better quality tattoo that way too i feel like you don't get a lot of people coming in and be like oh my god i want this where's the book you know blah 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 right now which is cool like that's totally a service to you know a lot yeah. of the tattoo industry walk into any you know 90 percent of tattoo parlors are going to have that book in front yeah you know yeah. but uh but like so for you so if someone comes to you and like shows you a picture and says i want exactly this on my body do yeah. you turn them away I don't turn them away, but I, I, I tell them, you know, like if it's somebody else's art or uh, let alone like somebody else's tattoo, I'm like, you know, I'll create you something just like this for yeah. you. And, you know, people are receptive to it. I've had to fire a couple clients where because they're like, you know, I want this. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to do that because it's not my art. Yeah. And it's, you know, it, it's either somebody else. It's usually somebody else's tattoo. And I'm like, dude, you know, somebody else has that, you know, like that might be very special to them and you're going to. Yeah, I never understood that. I never yeah. understood the idea of like, I mean, definitely similar concepts. Like, sure, totally. like I, 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 was, I was at a music event and I ran into a guy with the rest of the neck of my guitar on his arm yeah. in the same spot. I was like, that's fucking rad. Right. Awesome, right? Yeah. But I mean, the idea of copying a tattoo kind of blows my mind. Yeah. And it comes down to the creativity thing. A yeah. lot of people, they want to, it's usually people that are trying to like hop on that trend, you know? Sure. Tattooing and tattoos are trendy right now because they haven't been for so long, but now they're like, Everybody's getting them, so they're like, "Well, I want uh, that one." Yeah, yeah. Well, so like regarding the the average tattoo parlor, you walk in, there's like four tattoo artists sitting at chairs, and you say, "Hey, can I get this tattooed on me?" And they go, "Sure." Like that's your average tattoo, you know, artist. That's like so, we, call, we call those street shops. Street shops. Yeah. So you have those, and you have guys like you. Like, where do you guys uh, connect on a certain level? Is there something that brings all you guys into the same plane of tattoo artists, or do you guys do you do you consider yourself part of a different group? of tattooers yeah i don't want to sound elitist that's you know? fine you'll go for it you're but, incredibly talented you should but the <laughs> tattooers that i gravitate towards are tattooers and artists you know mm. when they're not tattooing they're creating and they're creating awesome 
you know pieces yeah. fine art you know and then they're also you know they're they're they just they have a love for tattooing and there's a lot of young kids trying to get in the industry right now that yeah. they they see it on instagram or they see you know what's his name on, on ink master you know doing it and they're like i want that they don't care about you know the craft it's like a, a woodworker or a musician like some kids coming in trying to like you know yeah, chubby. they see the rock star on stage, like, oh man, I want to learn the I G chord and I fucking want, yeah. scream into a microphone. Some power chords <laughs> and yeah. you know, kick over a fucking speaker amp. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's actually a good analogy. I like that. I mean, because I don't know, I, I just especially, especially with tattooing, it's like, how do you expect to just pick up a needle? Like, this is my first day of art class, kind of thing. Right. Like, you ever picked up a pencil and some watercolors or oil paints or anything? Yeah. It's foreign, you know, and and yeah, the and tattooers I, that that are, that are here now, like currently, they're they, you know, it's been in their blood since they were kids. You know, it's like what they do. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like you just have to be, you know, an artist beforehand. Like tattooing, as totally. as much as it's a different art form, like it's no different than an artist choosing to paint or. Well, yeah, I think it's like a one artistic platform that you can actually get paid at while you're still alive. Yeah. Wow. That's well. Wow. You know, if you're wow. a fine artist like your dad, Fuck yeah, probably took wow. him a long fucking time to start making money at yeah, it. You he know? escaped Soviet Russia and prison and tortured and lived there on the streets of L.A. And exactly. And so should have been a tattoo artist. <laughs> you know, hey, I do well. You know, but yeah. the thing is, it's taken me. I, I'm going on like my 16th year of tattooing. Really? Yeah. And I didn't start becoming who I am now. I mean, probably within like last four years is wow. when my career was like fuck yeah and probably in the last like year and a half is when i'm really like being recognized by huge name tattooers and they're like you know seeing my work and they're like dude that's rad and you know getting getting compliments from you know tattooers all over the world yeah. that are solid as fuck like, so oh, okay in that in that journey like did it did you start at like a tattoo parlor where you were sitting in that chair waiting Dude, for yeah, someone to walk so in so my first tattoo job was at charlie's house of tattoos in like 2005 maybe and uh it was the only shop in ventura county besides jimmy's house of tattoos which was in ventura mm -hmm. both of them are shit tattoo shops you know <laughs> Ran by the HA because that's what the politics were at the time. Yeah. And but you know what? At the time, it'd be Friday night, and there'd be s people lined up in the lobby, and they'd have their stencil like in their hand, ready to go, like a conveyor belt. And whoever mm. finished first got that next client. You know what I mean? Holy shit! Yeah. And it was it was like sink or swim, you know. And so that's where I, I learned like my chops and tattooing, like. When it comes down to like, what do you want? Okay, cool. Boom, draw it, tattoo it. Spot. Yeah, it's probably good yeah. cash flow too, dude. For two thousand, yeah, I was I was a young kid, uh, and I was making dumb money. You know, wow. yeah. At the time, unfortunately, I was a drug addict, okay. so it all <laughs> didn't go to anything and... productive. <laughs> but yeah, it was it was cool while well, I lasted. So you started out working in a shop run by the Hell's Angels. Yeah. In Ventura, addicted to drugs and doing like how many tattoos a day? I mean, probably like five to seven. I mean, talk. Tell me. I mean, I don't. I don't uh, encourage drug use or anything yeah. like that. But talk about a more legendary, you yeah. know, start. To when you put it in that context, I'm like, man, that's you know, like ah, that's kind of bad. Kind of shitty as on drugs, but it sounds cool. <laughs> For a minute there, I was really cool uh, like, on the on the clout it. aspect. Yeah, and then you break cool. it down like, ah, it wasn't. Yeah, I was yeah. a piece of shit. Yeah. 
But what a place to start from. What a place <laughs> yeah. to come from. Holy shit. Yeah. And really and respect it when you start to learn more about it. Well, and totally. And that's where, you know, I never had a formal apprenticeship. Mm-hmm. I mean, I didn't even pass art class in high school. I failed it twice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I didn't give a shit. You know, mm-hmm. I loved art, but I loved doing it my way. You know, I've, I've picked up, you know, bits and pieces, yeah. but any of the knowledge I learned through tattooing or through graphite or painting, I watched on YouTube. And fucking like, YouTube, man. Fucking YouTube. It's been around forever. You know, I like anything I need. I get on YouTube. Yeah, I fixed my water heater from YouTube. Really? How do we troubleshoot a fucking 1989, you know, General Mills? <laughs> you, know, uh, uh, you can even type heater. in the serial number at this point. Oh, dude. Yeah. And then, boom, like six tutorial videos. And what could have cost me, you know, eight hundred dollars on a new one? Cost me twelve dollars at Home Depot. Yeah, I was so pumped. I was like, yeah. So <laughs> shit. I mean, you. So you. You so you just walked into a tattoo parlor. Like so, before we like go move on. Like when you had your first job, did you just decide I'm gonna try tattooing, or did you like no, have a drawing towards it? I had already been tattooing. Okay. In, in my garage, like me and my buddies were like in bad shape. Yeah. And we all chipped in and we're like, let's make some long term bad decisions and get a tattoo machine. <laughs> and <laughs> so we did that. And I just started, I started tattooing my homies on their thighs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm a pretty personable person. So I'd go to different shops. But, hey, what's up? You know, you know, what are you using? You know, what kind of needle is that? What, oh, so you, you know? go and ask questions like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, and good at for the you. time, it was very like, you know, this is mine. Yeah. You know, like unless you were part of the crew or they knew you were somebody, they didn't do shit for you. It was very uh, coveted. Wow. You know, and so I try to like, you know, I just kind of like see what kind of machine they were doing. You know, like see how like I would, cause back in the day they had it was called Huck Spalding was a, a tattoo distributor, but they would have these big uh, power supplies. And you could see the volts they were using. Oh, and see how they, you know, if, if they would change their volts when they were doing lining or shading. Whoa. And so, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I so learned just, a lot like that. That's that's freaking metal. That's yeah. badass <laughs> shit, dude. I'd be all like covert. Well, okay, he's running at, at 8 to 10 volts. All right, you know. I go go back and, you know, we turn it up to where it was at. I'm like, wait, it's running pretty good, you know. And I'd see him kind of like file the contact screw down. Like, wow. And so, yeah, I learned a lot of that. So then you go in over the, to the actual parlor and got a job. and Yeah, well, I, was, I was referred by a buddy of mine. And, um, yeah, I kind of went in. I did a tattoo on him at the shop. And, you know, it wasn't half bad. So he was like, yeah, let's do it, you know. Rock and roll. That's yeah. that's pimp. So after after the, the Ventura <laughs> Hells Angels parlor, where did you go from there? Did you upgrade uh, the tattoo shop, or did you just go no, to no, one? not at all. I um, it was like pretty much right when I like got heavy into you know my drug use, mm-hmm. and so I was pretty much just in uh in my like ex parents in law, my kids grandparents' house or in their garage, and just tattooing. You know, everything I did back in the day was drawn on with marker, and it was all like. You know what Swiss cheese is? Mm-hmm. Like the the style of art. Oh no! It's like it was really big in like prison stuff, but it's just like kind of like these like holes and pockets. Okay. But it was all skulls, skulls and flowers. Wow. Yeah. So. So did you did you spend time in prison at all or in jail at Not all? Not prison. Okay. Jail, jail. Yeah, quite a bit. Now yeah. is is was the was the tattoo scene somewhat of? Uh, Not in jail, dude. No, it's more, more of a stick and poke. Thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. So damn, you were tattooing before, during, and after drugs. 
Yeah. Okay. So I, is it cool if we dive into that just for a little yeah, bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know because you're a very, like you said, a sensitive guy, an incredible artist. When it comes to art. Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I'm sensitive everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I always tell people I'm super, I'm the most sensitive man ever, but I will cut your throat on the way to the tissue box. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> like, let me get this tear out. I'll fuck you up, dude. <laughs> One <Right>. minute. <laughs> yeah. Um, so with the tattoo, with the with the sensitivity, with the inspiration, I mean, you're a deep guy. You Your art means something. It's, not, it's a lot more yeah, than just... Yeah look at the stencil and put it on so regarding inspiration did you feel a change in how you were inspired in your artwork on and off drugs dude yeah 100 percent um a lot of my drug career was uh uh it was like meth and heroin and dude when i was uh with that you'd be up for eight hours and it's like Ritalin, literally. Yeah. Ritalin and methamphetamines is the same exact feeling, same everything. Mm-hmm. And so I just be up, just creating awesome art. Yeah. Right? Because I was just hyper focused. And then um, years later, I got off drugs and then trying to create without any kind of, you know, induced. Yeah. It was, I had to like retrain myself, literally. Really? Almost completely retrain myself. Yeah. Cause I would just, I would, I would, my attention span was like three minutes. Yeah. You know, nothing's there to keep me going. So I'll put it away. So did the style change at all? Like what oh, you yeah. were tattooing? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Cause back in the day it was very like, I guess, you know, we'll call it demonic, dark, yeah. macabre, you know? And, um, now, you know what? Like actually June 15th to this year in a couple of days will be my eight years. Wow. Clean. Good of, for you, man. Yeah. And but when I got out, I was just I was on a roll. I wanted to change everything, and I wanted to be positive. I wanted to help. I wanted to you know yeah. do whatever I can to be one hundred percent different than who I was. So it comes out in my art, you know. So you listen to music while you're tattooing. Hundred percent. Is that inten- extremely impactful on yeah? What? So I can tell you the music I listen to for almost every painting I've done in the last wow you know three years. So was that the same thing during uh, your you know drug yeah, usage? Yeah, so music has always been my number one influence. Okay, growing up. So did the music inspire you differently? Oh yeah. From when you were on it and off of it. Uh yeah, you know, and it, it's totally, <laughs> you know, just a totally different experience, huh? Yeah, yeah. Music has always music has always done the same for me as art does. Yeah, it takes care of me. You know, absolutely. And I listened to literally everything except country, country, yeah. country, and the new shit. Yeah. Can't do that. And you know what's funny is like everybody says that too. You're like, oh, it's I listen to everything though. except country and mumble rap. Like, well, yeah, nobody listens to that shit. <laughs> everybody does, you know. Um, nobody cool. I remember it. listening to Winter Filiff, dude. While I was while you're doing this tattoo, yeah. and I listened to them for two weeks straight after yeah. I got that tattoo. Yeah. Such I was a just like, oh. band, dude. Yeah. Man, I was working out to them, and like two yeah. two days later, I was in the Super gym. Super epic! I wasn't even like I was ready to like fucking rage. I was just yeah. like, I can do everything. Yeah, <laughs> it was like inspiring. Yeah, to me, it's like if you find a band, and they say have four albums, if at least three of them, if you if you can't listen to the whole thing start to finish, yeah, it's just not worth it. Yeah, you know, and so like, friends of mine will send me music, and I'll and I'll go to like. I'll hear their number one song, you know, on Spotify, like like their most popular one, and I'll go to like mid track, and if it's pretty good. I'll go to the next one, you know. All right, then I'll listen to the whole album, and 
Yeah. Well, it's funny because like people don't. A lot of bands, a lot of people don't do a lot of work into making the entire album flow. Yeah. As well as they used to, because now you can release one song at a time on Spotify and right. singles because they get more attention. Yeah, they do. Because if you release one song, it's easier to get more plays and more streams. Yeah. And, you know, and a lot of people are doing it independently, so why not release it when it's done? Yeah. But the Is idea that why they put, do that? I guess that makes a, perfect sense. Yeah, but it also takes away from the fact that, like, you know, you think back to the days, like, you know, The Wall, for example, Pink yeah. Floyd. Like, there's you can't top that regarding thematic albums start and yeah, finish. Yeah, yeah. But that shit happened all the time. Yeah. You know, that kind of stuff was always around, even in the 90s, even in the you know, early 2000s. And there's even some rap albums that are thematic all the way through. I was it. I am a, I am a huge 90s hip hop fan. Oh yeah. I think Early everybody's late a 90s, 90s to like 2005. There's some new stuff that comes out that's still super hard and badass. Yeah. But dude, yeah, like it, you know, it, it's like uh, uh Yeah, I always go back to it. So somebody kind from of the 90s and is in heavy rotation at all time. Yeah. Nice. I like yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it was like they were it was a it was a totally different world. It was a totally different world. Yeah. And like now we have this idea of, you know, release an awesome song and some of these bands yeah all, all their songs are great yeah it's like man when's the last time you put an album on just press start the first song and didn't touch anything yeah that's a good feeling tool oh oh my god that's actually one of my next tattoos by the way sick you know i actually out of curiosity i want to get a tool tattoo i don't want yeah. the word tool written on my body i yeah. don't not a huge fan of words <laughs> especially yeah, that well, one good but so uh, much more behind Tool than the well, name see, Tool. That's what, that, I'm actually super curious because I want they're one of the bands that I want to have artwork on. Sick, yeah. Um, and they have cool album covers. Yeah. I mean, but I wouldn't really know where to go. So if I came to you and I kind of said, "Hey, I want a Tool tattoo. Give me what you got." Yeah. How would you go about that? Would you look at their album artwork? Would you listen to certain songs? Um, I mean, would you? I, mean, I could give you a list think, of my favorite songs, kind of stuff like that. I think, yeah, like I, th I feel like Tool's a band where like a homage would be to like their their art. You know, like Alex Gray is, is such a rad artist. Mm -hmm. And then uh, I can't think of the artist's name that did um, um, uh, Undertow. That's that's a metal ass fucking picture. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it would be something like that, you know. Yeah, that'd be. I've I've, I've always thought about because even Corn, like I think about Corn. Corn's another band that's like just so close yeah, to the heart yeah, for me. Yeah, their first two albums were like, you know, it was heavy, dude. When it came out, like, what is this? My parents were like, what the fuck is going yeah, on here? Yeah, their first album. I mean, even today, if you play their first album for someone that's just never really heard Corn, yeah. they'll be like, this is like if the devil came to earth. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty fucked totally. up. It is. But uh. But yeah, I, I've all, see that's for me. That's a huge thing, like in tattooing. Like I'm, I want all music stuff. It's who totally. I am. It's what I'm about. It's what I live for. Yeah, honestly, and when I'm not talking tattoos, I'm talking music. With yeah, homies. there. I mean, I have new. I have threads on my phone of me and my buddies, and there's little to no dialogue, but it's just Songs. I'll hear a song, boom, or an album, you know, and we'll Damn, just I go gotta get some friends like that, <laughs> dude. Yeah, and, and I love it, and and that's how I get so much inspiration. You yeah, know, is just like because it'll be. I mean, on the way here, I was listening to this like kind of like new like jazz fusion shit, and it's this dude is just so rad. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard of Yosef Days? Yosef, uh, uh, dude. Yosef Days. Yeah. Just yeah. jazz fusion. Yeah. What was the name of the band we listened to? Also, was, we listened to Winter Fileth and a band that was like it was like dark jazz or metal. oh oh uh, uh Baharen and Der Club Agor. Yeah, you said that name. <laughs> I was like, I'm never gonna yeah. listen to these guys again. Am I? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna find them. That yeah. was so badass. Super dark. Oh, that was so cool. Yeah. I'm like looking back, I'm kind of upset that the first three didn't involve music. 
Yeah. <laughs> Especially that two. I mean, I have a Metallica M and a there Nine Inch Nails logo on my yeah. shoulder. Yeah. One of the other first one was a guitar. Like, yeah. God damn it. So actually, uh, I I did I hosted an art show um fuck it's a little over a year ago now, and the I did three pieces and two of them I know for a fact were at Baharen on like rotation really throughout the whole painting, and sometimes I'll go to paint. I'll put on the music and I'll paint and then, you know, hours will go by, whatever. But I won't – if I put something else on, I just – I can't feel it again. Then I'll put on that album and I'll just pick right back up. See, that's that's fucking awesome to me because, like, with music, when you're writing music, it's really hard to, like, write half of a song, walk away, and come back and be yeah. in that zone because yeah. music is usually what inspires. It flows, you know. You So, like, for you, it's like, you know, for any – basically any other sort of art form that's not, you know, sound uh, sound-based – it's like you can put on an album like and you were in that zone in that yeah. place and then you walk away and you can come right back to it by pressing play so get this i remember when i was in high school um i would always have a uh at least an earbud in you know yeah. a headphone in and um when we'd be in class uh i'd hear it and i'd have something playing and when i'd go back to do homework later i'd put on the same music and it would kind of like jog my memory as to what, yeah, you know the whatever we learned that day. Yeah, yeah. And a couple of my teachers were like, they 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 knew I would shut up and like be cool if I had my headphones on. So yeah. I'd be like, all right, cool, I'm just doing my thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I, you know, and that same thing now, like when I'm creating art, dude. Like if if there's a band that I, like you know is just taking care of me, it's like it's on. You know, I love that you say that. I love the way you say that. Uh, if there's a music or there's a band taking care of me, yeah. That that might be one of the best ways I've ever heard dis- music described. But you gotta think, dude. Like sometimes you're listening to music and you're like, ah, you know, you're distracted. You know, sometimes you put on something you're like, completely content. Like damn, you know. And it's a lot of it for me is like instrumental. Mm-hmm. You know, because depends on the band, but I'm usually like a, a pretty big lyric guy. You know, like I, I I really appreciate lyrics. Yeah. But on the other aspect, I really love music that has no lyrics, but you know what they're saying. You can you feel know? it, yeah. dude. Yeah, Stevie Ray Vaughan didn't oh, even have to say anything, I but you was knew it this morning. Yeah, you know. And then <laughs> uh, um, there's this band right now I'm listening to. It's called Mammal Hands. Mammal Hands. It's like, it's like epic smooth jazz. Oh my god, I'm writing that down, dude. It's a Mammal pi- Hands. Mammal Hands. It's a piano, uh, a saxophone, and a drummer. And pianos. Damn. That dude, feels sexy. Yeah, and you know what? It's like super, like okay, uh, groovy, but then it's just like epic at the same time. You're like, oh shit, and yeah, the the uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, art on my iPad, and that's been like huge for me lately. So, sorry, you said iPad, and it kind of got me excited because I, I was I'm really curious. Uh, change the gears here a little yeah. bit. Uh, you you're able to practice and figure out what the tattoo is going to look like for the most part on mm. the iPad. It's technology's come a long way. Huge, yeah. So when you didn't have buddies to tattoo on and you didn't have a bunch of clients, like how did you test ideas? Um, tracing paper and pencil, dude. I just uh, tracing paper has been always been my like my my go to like sketch pad. Okay. Because I have big fluid movements when I draw, especially when I'm just drawing for myself. Um, and then on smaller pads, I feel I'm more rendered, right? I, I want to like get detail immediately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it would, it would be like, 
I would just do like color swatches. Sometimes I would use like colored pencil or pastel, something big that I could just kind of like so almost not throw a, big, a color scheme down. There's not a big bridge to gap for you then from the paper to the actual skin. It was, it was, uh, it, yeah, it not really anymore, is. At least. Not anymore, no. I mean, because it's like I, through all the years of tattooed, I've, I've learned skin types, you yeah. know, and learned what colors will work with what complexion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Wow. And so I'll base my color palette on the complexion of their skin. Jesus, there's a whole fucking science to this. There really is. You know, to make a good tattoo, there is. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the tattoo game has become just Dude, yeah. If you're, not, if you're not at least trying to keep up, you know, because I'm confident with my work, you know, but the work that's out there is just unreal. Yeah. Like, the people that I aspire to be like, I'm just like, I hate saying it, but I'm like, fuck, I'll never be like that. Like, they get it, you know? They're nah, like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. That's what keeps me hungry, man. That's what keeps yeah. me like, fuck, I, you know? Keeps me going. Absolutely. I uh, actually, perfect story is a guy named Paul Gilbert. He's a guitar player. He's one of those shred heads. I mean, he's one yeah, of the greatest yeah. shredders of all time. He's a legend. Uh, I ran into him at, in the airport. Okay. But years ago, I was flying home from uh, Oakland. Yeah. And it was like a half empty flight, and a tall guy walks by. Long story short, I get, he ends up letting me sit next to him, you know, open seating. And we start talking about guitar players. This guy is a fucking legend. This yeah, guy's yeah. like. You know who Steve I is? Of course. This yeah. guy's like Steve I. Like we used, we used to hang out with – my wife hung out with his kid, Julian. What? Yeah, we, we hung out with Julian. Uh, last time we saw animals as leaders. Oh, my God. You said, How were they live? Better than you think. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Literally. I just saw uh, Tosin, right? Tosin? Yeah, Tosin Bossy, yeah. I would just watch Generation X. I went to the show in L.A. Steve oh. I, Inbe Malmsteen, Zach Wilde, Tosin Abasi, and Nuno Bencourt. Wow. I don't know the last guy. I know From Extreme. You remember that band Extreme? Hmm. Is it like a power metal band or yeah, like a, like a cheesy band, band yeah. hair band, but Nuno's one of like the best guitar players okay. ever. Yeah. I watched all one five of, of them play together. <laughs> Tosin and Steve I next to each other. Oh, I just about yeah. shit my pants. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Paul Gilbert is one of those guys like at okay. that level, and yeah. I was sitting on the plane next to him. It's cool. Of course, I'm like I was thinking I was like 21 at the time, and I was totally nerding out. I was like, what's yeah. this guy like? What's this guy like? What's yeah. this guy like? And every guitar player I said, I was like, he's like, oh man, now that guy, he's a guitar player. Yeah. Talked about how great this person was, and like. Almost as if he'll never be that. I'm like, I'm pretty sure you're like the definition of shredding. You're like, you're the guy though. You're, yeah, you're, you're that, that guy. guy. <laughs> yeah. But he's talking about the other guitar players, and I was like, it was a really cool experience because, like, while it's very humanizing, it's also like that hunger doesn't matter if you're the best in the world. And that's the thing. That's the thing about inspiration and creativity, dude. Like, if you are an artist, you're you're always just gonna be just you know like, there's always somebody you're inspired by. Yeah. No art is just like. Boom! That's what I did. It's inspired by something. It's such a weird, uh, weird world, especially with the creativity, because it's like, while you know, you're almost like a demand to be the best of who you are. Yeah. There's also a need to understand that you shouldn't want to be the best. You should always right. want to be, you know, figure out who's doing something better. Yeah. And it's like, where's that balance as a creative person? Because like, it's so yeah. easy to be inspired, but at the same time, like, wow, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> Yeah. You know, there's that fine line. I wish I was better. <laughs> yeah. Like, do you ever struggle with that? Like, do you ever hit a point where, like, yeah, my career's gotten to this point, but I see someone else doing something, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to take a week off and cry myself to sleep. Yeah, you know, yeah. I get definitely get lulls, dude, to where, like, if if, if I'm not booked every day, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, fuck, people hate my art. I'm fucking, my Jeez. shit sucks. I'm fucking washed up. I have, like, a legitimate fear that one day I'm just going to be like, you know, like, lose it. Because I know a couple older cats that tattoo still. And um, they're just kind of like, you know, they're tired. Yeah. You know, and they lost that drive. And I'm like, 
fuck, I don't want to be that, you know? It's, you think, become, it's, it's become like a job. Do they do it the same way you do it where, like, they do their own art? For the most part, you know, but, like, um, yeah, I think, like, the older generation tattooer is kind of just, like, the older generation tattooer. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, they know what they do, and if you don't want that, then, you know. They're kind of shit out of luck. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's the thing. I think I'm, like, right in the cusp of I came from, a, you know, like, older generation tattoos, right? Like, fucking, you know, like OG tattoo style. And then we now have the modern tattoo style. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I, I like, I'm like still riding that wave, you know, like I'm able to catch up because there's some cats that are just too old, realistically. You yeah. know, they're just like, well, they were, they were the shit in 1998, you know, like Charlie, the first shop that worked at, you know, he has awards, you know, he was been in magazines and he holds on to that, you know, like in 1996, I was the shit. And, but his artwork stayed in 1996. Yeah, it didn't evolve. Whereas same with music, same with art, tattoos. If you're not going with what's happening. It's like keep what you are, but like evolve. If someone does to. something brand new that's that will benefit what you're doing, go for it. You know, look at uh, Metallica. Oh, don't even get me started. Yes. Bud, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking got off drugs and cut their hair and turned to shit. And then now, now they're making music that they're trying to sound like the old way. And you just like you hear them trying so hard to sound really? like the old way. Yeah. Is that how you feel about it? Yeah. Well, here, so here's my Metallica thing regarding that. Yeah. I think I loved Load and Reload. I loved those albums because, I mean, they were totally different than Metallica. Okay, but I thought yeah. they were great songs. As, as just music, I thought it was great music. Okay. I thought it was spectacular. Yeah. Um, but then St. Anger came out. And that was around like when I was growing up. Okay. I didn't. I wasn't. I didn't like. I think I was. I was like six. I was like nine years old when Sandy came out. And I wasn't. You know, I was hooked on Metallica only. I was yeah, listening to a lot yeah, of Rob yeah. Zombie and Nine Inch Nails yeah. at the time. Um, but I fell in love with Metallica growing up, and I was like, these guys are everything. It's all I wanted. It's all I wanted. It's all I wanted. And I, I would listen to the albums like, wow, a lot has changed. Yeah. And then Death Magnetic came out. Death Magnetic, in my opinion, is one of the greatest musical albums ever released. I love that album. Maybe it's <laughs> I think it's because I'm a guitar player though. I'll be honest, I don't think I think I've maybe heard one song from that album. Really? Yeah. You gotta listen to that whole album. Hey, I, I you know, I, I, love, too, I love I love Metallica do the like, you know, their first like three or four albums up to the black sound. album. There was it a was sound. Down. When I listen because I listen to metal quite a bit. Yeah. But if I listen to metal nowadays, it's mainly black metal. Mm-hmm. And I just love that gut, like that grimy, like yeah, no studio, it's like in a garage. It's like thrash got heavier, dude. Yeah, but <laughs> I, I just I love that tingy, like really raw sound. Yeah. Metallica had that, like they owned that. Yeah. you know what I mean. That was just the recording at the time, you know. Yeah, like, see, I, f- I feel like overproduced music is just kind of like overproduced. It's overproduced music. It's a, it's yeah. a preference. Yeah, but see, yeah, for me, like Metallica didn't. Wasn't they were like struggling to get their sound, but Death Magnetic was probably I think it's my favorite album by them. No shit. It's like that and Master of Puppets are right next to each okay, other for yeah. me, um, for a lot of reasons. And then Hardwired came out, and I think the songs are great. The lyrics are, I mean, fucking lyrically, that album was spectacular. James just gets better. Uh-huh. The guy just like lyrically and like skill wise, yeah, I don't yeah. know how he does that fucking right hand. <laughs> but um, but I will say I, I mean, it's hard for me to say that they were trying, but they definitely brought back a lot of old Metallica sound yeah, with yeah. the new production yeah. value. 
I thought the album was good. I love the album. Yeah. But I definitely understand what you're saying for sure. I, and it's kind of like a crux too. Like you want to give the people what they love, but at yeah. the same time as an artist, you're like, you know, I want to do this. But uh, you're familiar with uh, Dissection. It's a black metal. Hmm. Um, anyways, early Dissection was, uh, yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and jot that down. Uh, early Dissection was just raw, first generation black metal. You know, they had an album, uh, uh, Mali Kali, and, uh, or no, I'm sorry, Reign of Chaos. And it was like a, a chuggy, clean vocal album. And people are like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. You know, like they want that black metal sound, but he was an artist trying to like. Well, so here's my question. Like if a band does something different, like I get that they have a following for a certain sound that they're getting. Yeah, yeah. But if they do something different, if you take away their, their history, their past, and you just put in front of them that album, like did yeah, they yeah. make that whatever genre that is, did they do that well? Yeah. And I feel like people leave that out a lot. They do. You know, because it's like, you know, some a, a metal band could do, um, like, take Corey Taylor from Slipknot. Okay. You know, he did he did Slipknot, and then he came out with Stone Sour, and the first few songs of Stone Sour were like soft. Yeah, yeah. They were soft yeah. songs, and I hated them. Yeah. I was like, fuck this shit. Yeah, what is he do? doing? Where's Slipknot? <laughs> yeah, what is yeah. this bullshit? And it wasn't until like, years later, that I was like, you know, those were actually good songs. Yeah, yeah. If you take out the fact that that's Corey Taylor, yeah, that was a good song. And it's like, wow, you know, it's so hard to look past those things. Yeah. Because someone gives you something that you're so attached to for so long, and then they change it up on you. You're like, fuck you, man. Yeah, yo, what the hell? You know? Yeah. And that's a, that's a very but, rare know, case, I, though. And, and I, I do the same thing, too, because, you know, I can't think of any examples right now. But, um, yeah, I, I like to – I'll hear them out. But sometimes you're not ready to receive it. Absolutely. Somebody will Most send times. a song that's like, this is the shit. And you're like, okay, you hear it, and you're, like, driving, and you're just like, no, this is crap. Yeah. You know? And then you put it on a couple of weeks for like, oh, I want to listen to that song. And then you're like, wait a minute. You know, I, yeah. Now you hear what he heard. And you're like, oh, shit, okay. What's crazy to me, too, that's such a – and I don't really know how to break that down, like scientifically or whatever. But the fact that you can listen to the same song two different times and just because it's a different time, yeah. it could be the greatest thing in the Headspace, world. Headspace, dude. That's wild to me. Yeah. Which, yeah. once again, like, you know, you and your tattooing, like having yeah. a song, you know, an artist playing that puts you in a certain place. Totally. And, you know, so I'm, I, I feel like I'm very in tune to – my clients' emotions. So sometimes I'll put on a song based on what I think they would like. Yeah. And uh, sometimes they totally dig it, and you can tell they're not gonna say it, you know. But you, you see, the, you, you hear they're hearing it. Sometimes you can see it in their face, like, man, what the fuck is this guy listening to? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, but, uh, buddy. Yeah. I had so much fun when I got my tattoo. I, I yeah. remember walking out of there. I was like, that was more painful than I thought. I think I was kind of a bitch. I got to be kind of, <laughs> I got I was like, I got to be tougher next time. Cause I really didn't hurt as bad as it actually did. You know? But um, I love tattooing people that appreciate music. Cause then while we're tattooing, we can talk music. And oh we can man. Listen that to new made music it for and, me. Dude. Yeah. It's yeah. such an experience. Like I can, I can re almost like remember the, all the hours of you working on my arm, the people where they were standing. Like it's for me, I just, I remember everything about yeah, the experience. Yeah. That's so right. like having that music. And that's what back. I try to sell too in my art is an experience. Oh, you, know, absolutely. you can have a tattoo. Uh, you know, I got a tattoo by a world-class tattooer. Cool dude, but the experience was shit. I would never go back to him. Yeah. But, you know, you could be a mediocre tattooer and give an awesome experience, and you're going to get somebody coming back. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, man, it was, you know, I had a really cool experience. I remember all this shit, you know? So. Well, luckily for me, I have a 
world class tattoo artist oh, yeah. and the experience <laughs> that I want. Yeah. I get to sit in a black room with badass metal shit everywhere yeah. and listen to awesome music. <laughs> yeah, listen to have a bunch of metal posters, listen to smooth jazz. Because that's what that I felt like. That was the best. <laughs> yeah. I, well, see, I'm a musician. I love that shit. Yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. hang out at the baked potato all the time listening Dude, no to shit. jazz. I was just talking to my buddy about that. Yeah. I've never been, but <gasps> yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. My homie Ricky is <sighs> he's a he's he's a oh, super rad musician and his music that he listens to, like I'll I'll hit him up when I'm like in a lull. I'm like, dude, what are you listening to? What's what's on high rotation? He'll send me some shit and he's just like, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And it's everything from, you know, metal to jazz, you know? And so and that's a wide spectrum. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean that place I'll give it to you. That's rad. Yeah. I uh one of the most the greatest one of the greatest nights of my life is the first time I played there. I played there like three times. No shit. Little gigs, you know, yeah, yeah. Tuesday night. Yeah. But um I mean growing up going there, going there on my own time, like you see the caliber of musicians that play there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like in this tiny room, like it's probably the size of my studio. No shit. And that's including like the bar and kitchen. Yeah. And the cats that come through. I remember the first time I played there two nights later, the drummer from Megadeth had a heart attack and died on that same stage. Oh shit. I was like, uh-huh. they got the cra- the weirdest, the craziest shit is just coming through there all the yeah, time. Yeah, Danny yeah. Carey used to be a regular. Yeah. He uh, plays in Balto, right? He played multiple things now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Actually, I, I knew a guy when I was a kid who played in one of his side bands. They played with a jazz fusion band. He jammed okay. with them like twice at, the baked potato, but this was yeah. like I was so young. It was before I really understood what we tool was. S- we saw Volto, at, and you remember a place called in in Pasadena called the Complex. No, it was a small little spot, um, but they'd have some super sick. It was really cool spot for like underground metal and black metal and stuff like this. But um, and also just kind of like off the cuff weird music. And Volto is that. It's like this fusion of you know. It's like I guess if like Primus were to meet, <laughs> you know. The Mars Volta. Holy shit. Right? That's, that's a... Yeah. Mars Volta and Primus. Wow. I could have... something I like that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy but, crap. Well, but you have Danny Carey. So somehow you're grooving. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you put in the Yeah, because you have that, you have that like... You're, well, it's Danny Carey. It's yeah. fucking Danny yeah. Carey. <laughs> fucking Maynard could come out with some fucking weird-ass opera shit. You're like, well, it's Maynard. So, and then you find a way to like it. Appreciate it, yeah. yeah but anything he does, that's fucking gold. So. I know, dude. August thirtieth, dude. Oh my god, you know yeah. what? We I, I mean, we all have to start saving now. We'll design a tattoo. And yeah, we'll do a t- tool tattoo the day it comes out. That'd be sick. I want to do that. One hundred percent after that. I would love to do that. Yeah. I got my Metallica M when the, they released Hardwired. Okay. I was like, I figured I, I'm not. Gonna, I don't know when the next album release is gonna be. I need to get yeah, it now. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, That'd be rad. I love doing that. I love the idea of getting a, a band tattoo the day they release an album. Yeah. And they, I guess, they've been saying it's gonna be the best album yet. Which, who wouldn't say that though? You know, who what band would be like, oh, it's gonna be a, one of our shittiest ones, but we're gonna. Maynard yeah. would say that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maynard would be like, I don't know if it's our best work, but it's yeah, good. It's good. But he, yeah, everyone's talking about it. Oh man, it's a buzz for sure, dude. Because I know, you know, a handful of my homies are like, Tool. Yeah, Tool. <laughs> Fucking Tool. Yeah. As yeah, one of those, one of those uh, <laughs> top, 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 top notch bands. Yeah. You know, any one of their albums. Yeah, any single one. They're timeless. How many times you listen to Lateralis? Oh, don't. Not, yeah. and that's no number for that. Yeah, and you can put it on right now, listen to the same thing, and feel the same emotions. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. And it was funny, is like, Tool's one of those bands for me. I definitely I don't think this is for everybody, but for me, it doesn't matter what mood I'm in. Yeah. Nine Inch Nails and Tool are two albums. I was just listening to Nine Inch Nails today. 
two uh, bands with a sound. It doesn't matter what mood I'm in. I can listen to it constantly for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The downward spiral. <sighs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's a whole not- Actually, Eulogy by Tool is, in my opinion, one of the best songs ever written. Yeah. Lateralis is, is you know, you can't top it. Just, just, yeah. Yeah. There's no words. <laughs> yeah. Absolute genius. Um, so, tattooing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, this, you have a, this is, this is cool, though, because, like, I feel like a lot of people go into tattoo parlors and meet tattoo artists like, oh, you're an artist and you do tattooing. I appreciate that. But you have so much philosophy behind what you're doing. Do you have like a mission statement or like a mantra or something that you tell yourself or something that you live by regarding your tattoo, tattooing? Uh, I mean, you don't have to. Just kind of curious. Well, no, I'm, I'm, yeah, like yeah. I, I do, is you know, like but a, it's not because I, 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 I was focusing on the mantra. Yeah, is it written up on the, <laughs> yeah. on the ledge or something? Yeah, this is namaste. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know what? I make every tattoo as if I would want it. That's new. You know? If I wouldn't be willing to wear it, like, why would I be willing to do it? Even yeah. with the people that you're kind of like, this is dumb? Homie, I have some clients that I, I fucking hate. <laughs> I do. And the, the two clients that I'm thinking of right now, one of which – I've told him, I'm like, dude, I don't like you as a person. You're a pain in the ass, you know? Uh, but I'm literally like the only person that's willing to fuck with him. And, really? It's and, that bad? Yeah. We don't have enough time tonight to oh, go into it. It's, that, it's the worst client I've ever had. And I, and I still don't know why I continue to tattoo him. But <clears throat> I don't know. I think I just um, – yeah. Because, you know, at the end of the day, he pays me really well. And he knows he's a fucking pain in the ass. So, we, I mean, he'll be like, hey, this is for you. And here's the tattoo. I'm like, all right, you know, until next time. You know? That's probably why you still do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm all trying to think of a reason why. I'm like, oh, it's money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So even with him, like, you, you, your tat- the tattoo has to be something you put on yourself. 100%. Yeah, dude. Because you know what? Even though he's a piece of shit, I don't like him. He sees a lot of people. And a lot of people see what he has. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if I give him a piece of shit tattoo, then oh, dude must be a piece of shit. Yeah. Know? It might be similar to the thing like, you know, if you write a song and release a song and like you're mad that someone you may not get along with is listening to your song, it's like, yeah. well, you know, yeah. you, it doesn't mean you give, you know, half of who you are to the song. You're still right. writing the song. You're still making the tattoo. Yeah. It's like, you know, it's it's outlet, you know. And it's cool. Being a tattooer is like sometimes if you're in a lull, you're like, fuck, I don't know what to draw. I can't be inspired. You know comes client and says hey i want this and this i'm like oh okay easy enough yeah sometimes it's a nice little blessing there huh? yeah or i'm just like so you don't want a bird <laughs> so, you, <laughs> so you sure you don't want a, a rat i really raptor? want to come see the. I want, I want you to send me like some of the some of the birds you're working on I'm yeah, yeah. Into this. i like i feel like i want to get like something now Dude, lo- yeah eventually i want my whole arm covered and just Sick. music stuff and cool stuff i don't know how the fuck i'm going at it i just kind of yeah you know, I count on you for that. I give it. And that's, that's where, where I come in. You know what I mean? Well, it's like for me, it's like if I'm choosing a tattoo artist, and this, I, this is my next question, because like when I'm choosing a tattoo artist, like when I found you, I was like, I need to find someone that I like regarding their art, their personality, totally. and everything. I was yeah. like, I want them to put who they are on me yeah. with the things that I want to look at all day. Um, so for you, if you if someone came to you and said, I want to find a tattoo artist, what's the best way someone should approach any sort of permanent body art, a tattooing, like? How do they choose their artists? How do they choose their artwork? What should it be about? Should it be meaningful? Like, yeah, you know, I think the best plat- platform would be Instagram. You know, if you can look at somebody's art, especially because there's a lot of tattooers, you'll see right off the bat if they're 
art is all over the place. You could just tell they're like, client comes in, I want a, a cherry blossom. Okay, I'll give you a cherry blossom. Or I want a, you know, an, a, an alligator. But then there's artists that you see their art. Different subject matter, but it's their art. Yeah. You know? and But any client that shops around locally is like, just go into the shop. Talk to them and, you know, if, if – Vibe with them. Vibe with them. You know what I mean? Like if you feel like apprehension or you're like, you know, I'm not too sure, then obviously it's not the right artist. Yeah. But a lot of people work on impulse. They'll be like, wake up one day, like, I want to get a tattoo. And they'll go in. But, again, that's where the street shop comes in and then yeah. our studio comes in. Yeah. People that come to us have sought our work out. I got people driving in from Palmdale – uh, uh, Merced County, um, all over. I had somebody I remember, driving from Oregon. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about that last time I, when I was in there. <clears throat> yeah, fucking 14 hour pilgrimage to come get tattooed by me is fucking an honor. You're like, whoa. Worth it, yeah. though. Yeah, and, it, and, though. and I gave her seriously one of my favorite tattoos oh, that man. I've done. And, and, <clears throat> um, but yeah, it's all about the experience, and it's all about like if the artist is feeling you and you're feeling the artist, then you guys can kind of be on the, the level, yeah. you know? Yeah. So how about regarding like what to get? Like if someone decides, I want to get a tattoo, how, how should they go about it? Should it mean something to them? Like should it have like a meaning behind it or should it be cool? Because I, I always like – I say this thing. I, you're probably going to hate this, <laughs> but I always tell people, I was like, there's only two reasons in my opinion that people get tattoos. It's funny or it's cool. I was like, that's what it. else is there? I, was, well, I, was, I tell people, I was like, literally, and people are like, oh, I got this because my grandpa died. I'm like, yeah, but it's not like you're forgetting about him. Yeah. It's like yeah. you put that on your body because you thought it was cool to do that. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I support that fully. Don't sit here and try to act like this was fucking oh, Michelangelo like, yeah, in the like, Sistine oh. Chapel, you know? Um, <laughs> yeah. That's me, though. So, like, and that works for me. Some people, it has to be a totally different process. It has to yeah. be an impulse when they wake up. It has to be something that means so many things. So, like, if someone came and said, Gavin, I want to get a tattoo. I don't know how I should go about it. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I always just tell people, like, you know, what was the last thing you looked at to make you want to get a tattoo? Uh, right? Because obviously inspired that, you know, that Ooh. path. Right? You're just going through Instagram and you see a chick with a, a tiger face. You know, you happen to like a tiger. Okay, you know, so from tiger, do you like a Japanese style tiger? You want like a realistic tiger? You want an illustrated tiger? Yeah. And then you can kind of like give them enough to hone in, you know, what they want. So even, what if it's, I mean, just anything, not even a tattoo if it's the last thing they saw. Like if I saw a guitar that I liked, I was like, you know what, that's fucking badass. It'd be cool to have a tattoo of that. And then I changed my, you know, my train of thought. Yeah, yeah. Like that was the last thing that made me think about getting a yeah. tattoo. So I well, should I start mean, from that. Exactly. Yeah. Obviously, you know, guitars are in, it's a bit in of my high regards, yeah. right? You know, same with somebody who's like, you know, was at Home Depot and they saw a sick flower in the garden section. And they're like, yeah. okay, I like that. Okay, so you want something floral? You know, like, yeah. Damn. I've, that's actually fucking like the cleanest way to do things. Like it just makes sense. Yeah. What was the last bit of inspiration you had? You know, because it's like always in that moment where it's most pure, right? Totally. And sometimes you know, a lot of you, know, you can't tap into that. Like I don't remember. You know, like what made you want to get a tattoo? Like I don't know. Cool. Well, yeah. Saw it on the internet. How do you deal <laughs> with with uh, regret? Like people that like are worried about ha regretting what they're doing. Or will you not uh, work on someone that has that concern? I'll do it. You paying cash? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh, no, man. It's it's it, and it all comes back down to like a vibe thing, you know. Because 
yesterday prime example homeboy was looking at the art and he was just like mm. you know you could see like he was like he not 100 percent on it yeah and told him like dude you know like this is now's the time to you know let me know because when it's on your skin it's on your skin like, you can't go back from that so i mean it's a, because it is permanent on your body every Very day permanent. you yeah. know and i think that's where the stigma comes from yeah like and i get that maybe the older generations and the idea of body artwork as compared to just like a marking yeah, you know, yeah things have changed and like there's a stigma but like it's 2019 and there's still a stigma yeah like what is. is that why you is know, that what i've noticed being in the industry the stigma nowadays is if you see somebody with shitty tattoos you obviously know they made bad life decisions you know they're probably fucking you know penny pension they don't have that much money or if you see somebody with really well done tattoos you're like oh he sought somebody out and you know so now there's it's almost like a a, a status thing you it's know become like appreciated like totally you art. look at somebody's art and you can see it's all chopped up you're like fuck you know yeah. they got it from a garage they're obviously not you know care about what it is they just want to have it yeah whereas somebody that you could tell put a lot of money into what they have and they're a collector you know that's very interesting yeah how do you deal with people that uh have an issue with your tattoos everywhere i mean do you ever run um, into people that are like oh what are you doing like why'd you do that i mean really not not too much nowadays you know usually it's funny because we'll be like when we go guest spot right we'll go to different states and stuff tattoo out there um last, we were actually in oregon and we're at this uh this jam you've been to planet fitness or <laughs> I, I swear not to ever step foot in there. I mean, it was, I was like, this fucking place is for pussies, The dude. alarm. <laughs> yeah, it's fucking pussy shit. They're like, we don't judge. We're like, but if you're this guy, yeah, you know, like, you can't wait grunt, a minute. you can't drop weights. They don't have benches, yeah. right? But okay, so we were, we were, uh, yeah, yeah. God. We were in there and, and people were just like, you know, like, uh, you know, I mean, give me the stink eye, you know, and. I was like, dang. They literally know. built a gym for people that fucking are judgmental assholes. Yeah, but they don't judge, you know, but don't be this guy. And it was literally, if you're a guy that comes in with like a, you know, a tank top where to, you're, you know, with a gallon of water and, you know, these things, I'm like, that's judging right there, like a big banner it's of It's like, why'd you, like, <laughs> first, I want to talk to the person that came up with that platform. It's like, why would you wake a gym then? Like, everything that, goes, you know, just, like, everything that goes with a gym, like, you just, like, no. I don't know. It make, it makes no sense to me. Yeah. Well, like I mean, for you, like that. Forget the muscles. Like you're you're really in really good shape. You know, you work out every day. But you, you walk in and they're all, they're looking at your tattoos. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, this guy is someone not belonging because of these right. tattoos. Well, like you know, that stigma. Like what the fuck? The thing is, too. Like back in the day, I had the facade. Like I needed to be a badass, right? Mm -hmm. So I got a bunch of tattoos. And if, I mean, if you look, I mean, some of my tattoos are pretty cool, you know. But there's a handful of them that are really shitty. You know, yeah, but I think because there are so many of them, it's just kind of like people either assume I tattoo or assume I'm in some kind of like alternative career. You know, yeah, I tell people they're like, "Oh, what do you do for a living?" I, I dance. They're like, "Oh, <laughs> they believe you." <laughs> yeah, they have no tattoos. What do you say? Like, no, you don't. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny because like even me, like I love tattoos. I love the whole idea. I like. I like committed things. I like everything that has yeah. to do with commitment. I'm really, I'm an extremist it. like that. Yeah, like, yeah. You got to commit to something. That's okay. That's what I want to do. I don't right, want right, half right. that shit. Totally. Um, so tattoos are like the pinnacle, you know, it that's is. the ultimate way of saying yeah. I commit. This is my body. I get one life and one of these. Let's fucking put shit Let's on do it. it. Yeah. You know, so I love that. So when I see it, it's, you know, there's that for me. There's also like someone walks into a, a mini mart 
2 o'clock in the morning and they're covered in tattoos head to toe. And no, a guy walks in and he's not tatted. Who yeah. are you going to look at first to be worried about, right? Yeah. And like I, that and exists. Still there. It still does. Yeah. So it's, 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 it's like, is that because tattoos came from a, a gang-related thing? or? Oh, yeah. You know, well, think about I mean, uh, I mean, realistically, up until recently – it was either fucking outlaws or, you know, sailors that had tattoos, mm. you know, and it's been a years and years and years and years and years of that until recently, you know? So how long do you think before that kind of like stigma goes away? Um, I don't I think the younger generation is like doing a really good job of like keeping that. You look at there's young kids, 19, 20, and their first tattoos on their face. <laughs> You know, it. and you're like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You know, you're not a convict. You're not, you know, you're not creepy. You're a fucking idiot. And so it's going to go from, oh, they're, they're convicts to, oh, there comes the fucking dumbasses, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's so what's going to happen. It's just going to change uh, 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 the title, you know? Well, I also think like someone at your level of like, you know, our artistry, like an incredible artist is not going to like, you know, I can't imagine if like an 18 year old kid walked in and said, hey, I want you to fucking tattoo my forehead. You're not going to be like. Sit down. Yeah. Let's do this. Yeah, I know. It's no. like you kind of like you make a statement with your tattoos. Totally. And the thing is, the like, work. that's why I don't do I, I seldom, if ever, do small tattoos anymore. Mm-hmm. Not because I'm like better than that or whatever, but if that small infinity symbol is the first jumping off point that somebody sees, like, oh, who did that? Oh, Gavin. You see a executed well, but you know, you just assume that's what I do. Yeah, absolutely. That's why I'm like now, like, no, let's do it. For tattoo yeah, let me impress then, the world right you know because then yeah it doesn't matter who it is dude because i mean my client today super rad lady she's a, a at-home mom right you think oh just an at-home mom but dude she's like a pillar in her community of at-home moms you yeah know what i mean and so i do a good tattoo on her and already i've had people hit me up oh i saw the tattoo you know ellie i want this yeah. I want this, and then my homegirl wants that and she's got nine kids and she wants all their names and yeah so that's fucking rock and roll. Dude, yeah. You're smart about this, damn. Yeah, and that's the thing you have to be, dude. You know? And yeah. that's why I have, oh, going back to the rate. Yeah. How much your tattoo is 500 or 800? That's it. I, and if, if somebody's like, oh, you know? Or even before that, like, oh, it's just $100 deposit. They're like, $100? My fucking. You know, I went through a phase where I was making very good money and I was a little prick because yeah. I was hanging out with stupid, you know, the. I was hanging out with Money's people that nasty, were in, well, I was hanging out with people that were money, you know, ruled all. Yeah, yeah. And I was making a good amount of it at the time. And I would walk into Foot Locker and drop like three grand. Yeah. Because I thought that was it. But that's all I spent my money on. Yeah. You know, that's three grand. Foot Locker. <laughs> like, sh- I'd have shoes and gym clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And looking back, you know, not having that, you know, not being that guy anymore, I look back and I'm like, the fuck? Yeah. Like, I wore those shoes how many times and then got yeah. rid of it? I wore those shirts a few times. And like, and then I think about like, oh man, five hundred bucks for a tattoo. I was like, this shit. I wake, I live with this. Homie, you have no idea. People come into the <laughs> shop, you see a, I mean, a nugget, dude, a diamond ring, just massive, and like, you know, the fucking couture purse on a what, you know, whatever, yeah, top model of- purse. And they're like, well, we're price shopping for tattoos. How much for this? I'm like, oh, X amount. They're like. Oh. You know, two hundred dollars, and I'm looking at it like, girl, you came in a fucking, you know. You're gonna put that down and go in another Land Rover, and you know, yeah, like, come on, you know. But, yeah. I ask, I mean, like, if you're gonna spend money on something. <laughs> yeah, you know, something people are gonna see all the time. You know, yeah. But you people, live with that, you know. Yeah. 
It's like you have to wake up and see that every day. Yeah. And you and you know there's a lot of people now. That's why I do so many cover ups, dude. It's because people got the tattoo long time ago because they were either price shopping or they're like, I want to hop cool. on the bandwagon, you know. And now they fucking hate it. And yeah. you know, I come in. Cover it up. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, before we go, I want to know what. I mean, you're you got a pretty set thing. You know, you got a. What's the name of your shop? Revolt. Let me fill it in Revolt here. Revolt Arcore. Re- Revolt Arcore. Yeah. In Simi Valley. Simi Gavin Valley, Hayes, California. And your wife, Nomi. Nomi, yeah. She's incredible. Dude, oh, she's my God. Rad. Yeah. She is the toughest, like, to-do tattooer I know. Like, and she came from <laughs> when we first started dating. She was just kind of doing, you know, her. she was fresh out of her apprenticeship. And I'm like, All right, you know, hope you make it, lady, you know, kind of thing. And, and dude, she's killing it she's amazing months booked out the two of you like i'm like talk about the greatest Power tattoo team, couple dude. yeah holy shit and it, you know it's 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 rad and the thing is is like both her and i i like to say are super humble we like to lead by example you know like we don't just oh look what i have we're like you know come join and 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 you know see what you can have too you know like you know, one of my favorite things is when I when I met you, you were at Gold's Thousand Oaks. Yeah. And I remember the day you and Nomi were in there because I saw the two of you and everyone around you was staring. Yeah. I mean, Thousand Oaks, California, Gold's Gym. People yeah, were like, yeah. who are these? You know, you had not only cut off like metal T-shirts, <laughs> yeah. but you're covered in tats and your wife is pierced and tatted. Yeah, and, like, yeah. and all this stuff. And I like, I watched everyone. I was looking at you guys. I was like, finally. Yeah. I was like, I know I can talk to these people because yeah, I don't yeah. look like the average metalhead yeah, like, right? at, at all. Like, I don't totally. look like the guy that, you know, does that stuff. And so I remember meeting you guys for the first time. And I was so, even me, was so thrown back by how calm humble and kind you guys were oh, thank you, man. i was just like holy shit yeah. oh, it, it just, i remember it made my day it was so so great and actually the reason why I've, i tried to find you when it's time for me to get a real tattoo not just you know metallica <laughs> <laughs> yeah um is you showed me a motorcycle that you did on someone's forearm okay it was uh, i don't know if you remember it but uh Sure. It was I don't know if it was the forearm or the side. You did some sort of motorcycle, and it was like it was all black and gray, and it was one of the most beautiful things I have ever oh, rad, seen. Dude, yeah. I remember seeing it, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And I remember telling you, like, someday I'm gonna get a tattoo by you, yeah, and I yeah. was fucking. I young. remember talking. You, know, you hit me up and get a tattoo. I'm like, all right, buddy. I'm right I here. was twenty. I think I was twenty. I was twenty oh, years shit. old. Yeah. How are yeah. you now? I'm twenty five now. Oh damn, you're a pup. Yeah, <laughs> I was 20 years old, and when I was, Dang, I was like, okay. I'm gonna get a tattoo by you one day. Yeah, yeah. And sure enough, four years later, I was 24 when I got it. Yeah, that's but, rad, uh, dude. Yeah, that was that was super. I ran into you at a few concerts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was um, uh, that Mastodon, Mastodon show, right? Yeah, that was a long yeah. show. Dude, it was. I've, you know, I was more stoked to see Russian Circles. Like, I like Mastodon; they're cool, you know. But Russian Circles was the shit. I didn't even know they were opening for him either. I missed like most of that opening. Me act. too, hey, because my buddy was like, "Hey, you want to go to this Mastodon show?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'm no fucking one ever free show." The opening act. You know, and yeah. then I'm like, I'm reading because we were like in the in the parking lot drinking beers and like you know going just like, do Russian Circles is opening for. You know, Mastodon, he's all, who's Russian circles? I'm like, let me pack your shit up. Let's, Let's go. go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That was that was one of the longest shows. That was a hard <laughs> it was, one. Yeah, it hurt. yeah, yeah. That one hurt. They put on a good show, but yeah. I was just like, fuck, okay. Well, they didn't stop playing. Yeah. He made a, I think he said like two words. Yeah. Outside of singing. Yeah. Brent Hines, going. just psychopath. Yeah. But um, anyway, Mastodon. <laughs> Brent Hines, a whole nother. You want to talk about face tattoos? Yeah. Right. That guy. 
Yeah. Do you know what that is that he has? That uh, it's like a like spikes down his. No, no, I don't know what it is. But Brent Hines totally seems like the kind of guy that probably did that when he was being stupid. Yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. you have your this incredible shop. Thank you. You're got great clientele. You're consistent. You know your wife's working right next to you. You got you know this. From the outside perspective, it seems like a really perfect little setup. It's a good. Dude, you know, we have yeah, we have a, a fucking really good thing, and I'm. I'm Every day I have to just be super grateful for yeah. it, you know, and that's where I I try to just be grateful, be in the moment, just try to make the best art I can make, and you know, and and hope people, <laughs> you know. So what's on. the next step then? Is there a next step? What's what are you pushing for? Right now we're we're traveling. We're, okay. We we just got back from uh, we tattooed at probably one of the most reputable shops in the country, uh, Twenty Six Swords in uh, Grants Pass, Oregon. Nice. And to tattoo alongside some, like, literally, you know, some of the best tattooers in the industry, period, mm-hmm. you know, um, and get accolades from them and get compliments from them. We're like, fuck, you know, okay, that shows us we're doing something, you know. And just for them to be like, yeah, come tattoo at my shop. We're like, what? Yeah. So, yeah, but great, man. the next venture is just travel is put my name out there, you know. Look what I'm doing, and we're we're definitely gonna open a shop. We don't know when. Um, so you, the two of you, want to open up shop together? Yeah, yeah. And we want to have a shop that's just like anybody that goes in there just feels a good energy and and has a good experience. And and we want to have the same thing for the tattooers that are there with us. And just you know, nice. we're trying to make like a, a, a coalition of fucking solid tattooers that it's love team, the craft, yeah. dude. You know. It's hard. I mean, because we're looking for an artist in our shop right now, and the criteria we have is is stout. Not many people can can match that because we don't get walk-ins. You know, we do, but they're very seldom. It's word of mouth, and it's our clientele. So you need to have a strong clientele. You need to be cool. Can't be egotistical because there's a lot of ego in the tattoo industry. Yeah, I can totally see that. Same with the music totally industry, I'm sure. That. You know, yeah. and so yeah, it's um, yeah. But the next big venture is is the shop do you, have a look, shop. you do you want to open it out here or do you want to move That's to LA where, you know, I'm tired of California okay I really am we don't know where we're gonna go yet that's what we're doing the traveling we're kind of like seeing like we just know once we get to a town we're like this is it so Shit, far it's op- been Oregon I was gonna say if you open up a, a shop in Portland downtown with yeah. the level of tattooing you guys are doing you'll fucking have a monopoly out there yeah I've yeah. been to Oregon or been to Portland twice um, and it's a happening scene, a lot of young people, all totally. that stuff. But the level of tattooing you guys are at, you bring it out there, man. That's where we, we really like uh, Eugene, Oregon. Yeah. Yeah, because, okay. like, we want to live in the cut, you know, like, away from everything, but then still have, you yeah. know, a nightlife and tattoo life, you know, so. Fucking rock and roll, man. Trying to be rock I'd and roll. I'd come to Oregon club. in a heartbeat to yeah. get tattooed by you. Thank you. Yeah. I yeah. plan on having you do everything, yeah. by the way. Awesome. Everything on my right arm. Fucking Probably right on. That's as many tattoos as I get. Yeah. So, I mean, we – with you know, with that being said, um, Revolt is still going to be like our home base. Yeah, you know what I mean. We're trying to we're trying to fill the shop for when we do leave, have it still be established, so we can come back to California and like you yeah, know, I'm in town. You want to get work done? We'll have like you know, ten days out of the month. You know, who wants in and just slam all of our you know big you know, yeah. big clients and then yeah, go home and go wherever we're going. That's awesome, man. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking crazy. big things coming up though. I'm I don't happy. know if you've seen on my Instagram, I, we're doing a lot of edits. My buddy Jake's a filmer. 
Um, I was I have comments. I saw that video. It was one of the, I was yeah, like, damn, this makes yeah. me want to get a tattoo right now. That totally. shit works. And so what we're trying <laughs> to do is like show people like, hey, you know, like I want to give them like the backstory. You know, there's some yeah. that I, there's one I haven't posted yet. It's like a five minute, like almost like a short film. It's of me and the client at a consultation. And then it's me drawing. It's me looking at all my reference, yeah. right? Like in the zone, you know, like he kind of just had, he was just kind of in the cuts and I was just drawing and it's like a five minute edit, but it's, it's really cool, you know, cause I'm even like looking at my process, you know, cause I have like literally all my reference out, like drawing and then kind of like, you know, standing back and then show like me putting it on and then tattooing it. And so it's, it's cool. Dude, I can't wait to see that. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking awesome. So, so before we go, one last thing. Young tattoo artists, people getting in the game, yeah. people wanting to do it. What would you tell them? Don't. Don't. Why? Uh, I mean, honestly, unless you have something unique to offer. You know, I'm not saying, you know, nobody does, you know, young. Yeah. But it is such an oversaturated market that, you know, Unless you're okay with just doing infinity symbols and butterfly tattoos, which a lot of kids just want, just so they have the label of "I'm a tattooer," um, it's a it's a cutthroat industry, dude. It really is, you know. Mm. And you know, just prepared, be prepared to be broke for yeah, the first yeah. three to five years, at, at least. least. Yeah, at least. Because, like I said, I've been tattooing a long time, and just in Simi Valley. And like I said, my career hasn't like blown up until about three years ago. Wow. That's when people are like noticing my work and that's, you know. 16 years you've been tattooing. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I've been making money for the last like seven or eight years, but I've been making money. Yeah. The last like three years. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Those are the bold words. Yeah. Bold words. Yeah. Good for you, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, it was, it's, it's been an honor. Dude, it's been, been rad, such yeah. a pleasure, man. Thanks Shop for coming on. And uh, totally. I uh, look forward to getting a lot more work done. There you go, you man. You know what we have to do before we go? I'm saying this on the air yeah. just, so, just so I have your agreement. <laughs> One of these days when I get a tattoo, I'll bring the mics and little stands and put them in the room. We'll do an episode while you tattoo something. I'm 100% down for that. That would be That'd fam. be great, yeah. That'd be badass. Yeah, let's talk music <laughs> and fucking – Yeah. I don't know if you can hear tears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> make, me, make me cry. Make yeah. me cry. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Rocking right on, man. Rock and Thank roll. You. Peace. Cool.